What's your favorite scary movie? What is up, ladies and germs? How the fuck are you? It is I, back yet again, Adam Pecora here. This is Requiem for a Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in on this beautiful Tuesday. Uh, recording here on a Monday, but this release date... Two years. That's right. First episode came out on YouTube only originally. Boy was trying to save some coin. You know, whatever. It all got out there. And uh, here we are. Episode 88. You know, would be, what, 104? You know, we missed a few weeks here and there. It was bi-weekly. The first summer came out, so... You know, we're still we're still going strong here. The numbies are still plagued due to my honest titling Matt Nagy is a cuck loser. Uh you know, like I said till I hear otherwise, that's staying up as is. Uh but I don't know why the numbers are down, so let's do the plugs. Rate, review and subscribe and share this podcast with friends, family, foes. Maybe you hate this and you want to have somebody listen to it as like a prank. But since you hate them, you guys aren't similar. Maybe they'll like it. So you know what I mean? Pass it along. You never know who could be a fan. (laughs) Uh, We're on Apple, Spotify. I think we're on everything you could think of, you know, Stitcher, whatever. If you're a weirdo and you don't listen to podcasts on Apple or Spotify, you can find us somewhere. And it's all linked below. Um, the YouTube channel's got a few extra goodies on it. You know the gist. You can get merch, rfat.bigcartel.com. There's some Microwave Minute stuff in there. Shout out to Justice. He's in the middle of season two right now. Check out Microwave Minutes as well. And, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat. And we got music as well. Multiplex is the group, me and Justice. Our last album, Google, is a banger, absolute banger, a proper studio album, kinda. Uh, <laughs> so go listen to that. That's out everywhere. Everything is out everywhere. It is all linked below. Linktree slash fat. If you're too lazy to look, you can find it all there. Okay. Okay. <sighs> So if you were able to tell by the open, we're doing a little scream stuff today. There will be spoilers on the new movie, but I'm going to go movie by movie quickly. We're going to do a short one today um, and just kind of see what's going on with this thing. Uh, so the first scream... You know, it's one of the best horror movies ever made. Probably my personal favorite. Uh, I think it just has all the elements. It's well written, well acted. The cast is outstanding. And, you know, Wes Craven at his best. What more could you really ask for? You genuinely didn't know who done it. Which is the whole movie. It's a who done it. And you didn't know. There was no way to know. 
Um, if you somehow cracked that code, congratulations. Now, the first time I saw this movie, I was probably like six years old or less. I don't even know. Uh, so I never really had a chance. And the twist obviously blew my mind. Thought it was brilliant. The two killer thing. All the meta commentary. It's all right up my alley. Love me some meta stuff in general. That's usually a win. And it was incredibly well executed. Very original. Very inventive. Horror movies, especially slasher, are very derivative of each other. They did everything they could to distance themselves while paying homage and doing, you know, the rule stuff and all this. And just a brilliant exercise on everything a smart modern horror movie could be. And I think that anything coming out on, you know, a 24, you know, whatever, that shit wouldn't be going on if it wasn't for screen. Now, I, I can't say that not to say that. You know, all those A24 horror movies are even similar to Scream in any way. I just think it had to have piqued an interest in, oh, we can actually do a good job of making these movies where, I don't know, how many horror movies are critically acclaimed, period, prior to Scream. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just me kind of throwing a thought out there. I didn't really look too much into that. But... Needless to say, that shit absolutely fucking slapped. Absolutely slapped. Now, your boy Kevin Williamson is probably, you know, the bigger reason behind that. You know, Wes has had some stinkers. But Kevin Williamson, on the other hand, has just got bangers on his list. Let's take a look. At this man's filmography. Can we please? Alright. So Scream first. Boom. Banger. I know what you did last summer. Next. You know. Not great. (laughs) Not really great at all. But a very similar film. Very successful film. Um... But hey. you, You can't follow them all up with absolute hitters. Uh... It's not... It's not the worst, but I feel like it's more known for being a joke and being parodied more than anything. So, that's fine. Scream 2! Look at that. Uh, I don't really like Scream 2. We'll get into that in a second, but I'm going to keep going. H2O, I talked about that on the Halloween episode. Uh, prob- what is that? The third best, fourth best Halloween movie? Out of, you know, what, fucking 13, 14 at this point. You know, good flick. Also very similar to Scream visually, tonally. The high school setup thing, you know, but the adults are still involved, whatever, all that. It all kind of lines up. The faculty. Wow. I didn't even know that he wrote that. And he was also just a producer on... H2O, but that's fine. Uncredited writer. Moving on. The Faculty, an incredibly underrated Robert Rodriguez movie. I love The Faculty. Uh, It is basically Invasion of the Body Snatchers set in high school. I don't know if Invasion of the Body Snatchers originally or at any point was ever set in high school, and I don't really care. Uh, (laughs) It also kind of fits that like meta commentary thing because they reference that movie. It's kind of how they figure out how to defeat the alien teachers that they're fighting against. Um, 
Josh Hartnett, much like in H2O, like I said, in the Halloween thing, Hartnett, killer high school young guy actor, not a good adult actor. He's great in that movie. Elijah Wood, you know, big shout out. Uh, then he hits Scream 3. Eh. <laughs> I think he was just a producer on that. Yep, that adds up. Cursed. Uh, 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 uh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we're on to Cursed. Very bad movie. It's all right, Kevin. You can't win them all. Christina Ricci and Jesse Eisenberg, though. That's interesting. Um, And then he produces a movie called Venom. Nowhere to be found now until Scream 4 and producing Scream. Big TV guy. Uh, has been very successful on that. But that's it. Okay, I don't know why I did the Kevin Williamson deep dive. I thought that he had way better credits, but they're still okay. <laughs> they are still okay. So anyway, <laughs> let's move on then. Scream 2, not a big fan. This is not a popular opinion. I'm aware of that. Um, It was just hard for me to buy in. Now, the opening kill... A staple of this franchise was absolutely fucking awesome. The opening kill in the original, obviously, the Drew Barrymore scene will be impossible to try to top. But, uh, boy, Jada Pinkett and who else is it? Hang on. Now I have to figure out who the other guy is. One second. Phil Stevens. Who's Phil Stevens? Omar Epps, of course. See, how could I forget? I had to check. So you got the wonderful Jada Pinkett Smith. Was she Smith at the time? Nope, just Jada Pinkett. See, I know what I'm fucking talking about. You people always questioning me, trying to say, oh, Adam doesn't know what he's saying. I know what I'm saying. All right. (laughs) We got... They add Sarah Michelle Gellar. You know, see, I don't care. Jamie Kennedy still. This is a good cast, okay? We'll just say that yet again. Another great cast. The opening kill, fucking awesome. Uh, but then from there, it just kind of loses me. It just becomes the same movie again, but now we're in a college. Just following Sydney around. Randy dies. That's tragic. He was the best. Um, which also, I mean, you assumed he was dead in the first movie anyway, right? Did he survive at the end? God damn it. Now I'm blanking on this. I'm getting all my shit crossed. Regardless, uh, it, it just didn't do it for me. It was just the same movie again, but to a lesser quality with characters we care about less and blah, 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 blah. So that that one just kind of, you know, just didn't do it for me. I don't really have any other way to put it. Um, So we'll move on to Scream 3. Again, I'm just breezing through these. Scream 3 is basically a straight-up comedy. So this one I feel like has to be gauged on, like, a different scale. Um... So, I will say that this franchise does its arc very well, right? So, it's a comedy, meta, 
first movie, but it is really a horror movie. Boom. But then the second one, they continue the meta thing by making Stab be a movie, and that's how the intro happens, and it's perfect, and blah, 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 blah. Then they use Scream 3 to just continue that on, and now they're churning out sequels, and it's, you know, it's a clever commentary on the industry and all this and how franchises suck and they get worse and whatever. Um, now, the third one, like I said, pretty much just a straight comedy and... There's not really the same type of elements going on. Like This doesn't take place with schools or anything. This is all set up on the set of Stab 3. Um, and there's a lot of really good stuff in here. But overall, you know, it's kind of a dud. Uh, the horror elements just aren't there at all. There's no suspense in it. Um, but the twists are good. Like the writing still stays sharp in the in terms of like the story, but overall, Scream Three is pretty silly. Uh, I would prefer to watch it over two because it is more fun, you know. But eh, eh, just doesn't. Uh, again, it's it's just like right on the cusp of being. In the tier, but the first one was just so good. It's like, how do we do it? How do we do it? And then we get to Scream 4 much, much later. And they bring back Kevin Williamson, as we said earlier, and things really take off. This movie wasn't even supposed to happen. And so it got announced, and it was kind of like, oh. Are they going to ruin it? Are they going to ruin it? And the answer is a firm no. I actually think that this film is excellent. Well, uh, you know, for a horror movie, right? But I am a huge fan of every everything about Scream 4. I think that it nails everything you would want to nail in a sequel, especially one that is... you know, fucking eight years later. How many years later was this? 11. Oh my God. I was way off. So for an 11 year thing, it's basically a reboot. I always like to say it's, I give the creed comparison to any sequel. That's a sequel, but it's later. So it's a reboot. So it's both, you know, the requel, if you will, a term that's used a lot, used a lot in the new one. Which we'll get to, but Scream 4, it does a great job of setting up the new cast along with the old cast and tying them together. It is also doing a great service of like the internet tech commentary thing, which honestly should have been more of the plot of the new one, but this one just kind of nailed it so much. It's like, what are we even going to do? And this movie did a great job of keeping you wondering. You don't know who's who. Uh, they have a great intro yet again. Uh, this one might be second place, but I don't know. The one in Scream 2 is so good where there's just a fake intro to like every stab movie. And then it eventually is the intro to the actual movie. 
Um, really just great stuff. They kind of have new generations of the original cast within the new cast. So there's the movie nerd guy, blah, 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 blah. You know, they hit all the strides. And again, an important thing that I'm going to emphasize, because I think the new movie fails on this the most. It actually has a real second new generation of people to be in this movie. Whereas the new one puts in no effort to establish anything. Whereas this movie is setting up, oh, here's characters, here's plot, here's what's going on with them, here's this, here's that. Uh, The new movie completely ignores any effort in trying to do that. And I just think they execute everything in the vein of the original film while making a new one, while keeping it interesting, while avoiding... You know, any obvious, oh, that's the killer. Oh, that's this. You know what I mean? It keeps you on your toes just like the original does. Now, again, is it as, like, masterful of a movie? Like, no, it's way more mid-tier in quality, I would say. But the writing is just as sharp. The characters might not be as good. Again, you've already seen the original once, so it can't be done to that level again no matter what. Uh, Obviously, there are some sequels that surpass the original But that's not really going to happen in this. And it's also more so trying to commentate on things as well. You know, the nature of sequels, the nature of kids and technology and blah, 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 blah. So it's just not going to hit the same way, especially on the fourth one. For a fourth one, it's got to be the best fourth anything ever. Uh, I know there's a lot of Rocky foreheads out there. Whatever. I don't really care about Rocky. Uh, I, just this new one, it's brutal. It's brutal because I'm a big fan. Might not seem so. Again, we're doing a short episode today. Didn't have time to deep dive every single movie and you've seen them. Okay. Uh, the rankings are pretty standard for everybody. So, I mean, mine are a little different. I would go one, three, no. Sorry, I would go one, four, two, three, and then the new one. So a lot of people would just go in order or whatever, but I think four is that good. I'll put it second. But man, this new one, they do a couple things right. I'll get the good stuff out of the way. Uh, They make sure to make a joke about rebooted horror movie or rebooted anything just being called the original title again, a la Halloween, the 2018 version. Um, and, you know, the movie itself. It's just called Scream. It's the fifth one. It doesn't really make any sense. So, oh, cool, you threw a joke in there, but your title is still stupid. So just because you had that reference, you know, still a dumb title. For Scream 4, I mean, they stylized it as the A for the 4. So what, you can't just do the 5 as the S would that really be that hard? And it could still be technically called Scream. But I don't know. You know, put in a little effort. That's all I would say for that. Uh, and then two, they did a good job of referencing 
modern horror movies, you know, some stuff I talked about earlier, um, how they've all gotten better and smarter. The opening kill, uh, the killer questions her about stab. She's like, what have asked me about Baba Duke or whatever. Apparently that movie's good. I have no interest. And that's about it. Um, the opening kill is with a character in the movie. So it's not a kill. So that already, it's like, oh, we're doing a different. Okay, like you can do it different, but this is much less interesting. That's one problem. Second problem, still using landlines as the base here. Whereas even in the fourth one, a lot of it was cell phone stuff already. And that was fucking 11 years ago. These people still all have landline phones. I'm sorry. I just, it, I don't buy it. And it's just silly. It's lazy. Okay. And after the opening kill that that's it. The movie just starts. And okay, let me clarify what I mean by that and why that's a problem. The opening kill in the original movie, Drew Barrymore dies and then it shifts to the actual cast of the movie and you learn about their relationships, who's whose friend, who's whose boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um, What are they like? Who are these people? Okay. And we learn that through the context of they went to high school with the girl that got murdered. Okay, all very standard, all very easy. Well, I guess not standard, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all very digestible. It's all very easy. This movie, the opening thing happens. The girl doesn't die. It seems like she dies. They go to the hospital. Okay, sure. I guess that that's plausible. Um, it also just gets cut short really quickly. Like, there's not a lot of back and forth or anything. There's not, like, a... I don't know. There's none of, like, the cat and mouse game that you used to have happening. But, you know, it, it's fine. I guess. And then that's it. We're just in full gear, though, because it cuts to the chick who got stabbed's sister. We're spo- Like, again, we don't even know who these people are. And now the movie just starts and she just starts driving and it's like, I don't know who this is. So why am I supposed to care? Like, hello, (laughs) you know, I I have made numerous complaints about exposition just happening. Like somebody just telling you the plot, but you know, maybe at some point we could actually get to know these people. So there could be real stakes and we could care about this, but no, it just never happens. She goes into the town and then boom, they just like, they, that's how the girl's sister then meets all of her friends and they're all introduced by name, but that's kind of it. You never really explore how any of them relate to each other or who they are. Again, like all the things that talked about in the first one, none of that ever really happens and there's just instantly a killer on the loose. Okay. The first movie that I can remember, you know, I can remember this very vividly, definitely in the fourth one. Regardless, Dewey's a character. So anyway, the police are involved the entire time, especially in the first movie. And they're basically nowhere to be found this whole goddamn time. Now, the sheriff, 
ends up getting killed in broad daylight in front of her home. She called for backup. None of them show up. I guess not on time. But, okay. Sure. But you can just murder the sheriff in broad daylight. Like, you know what I mean? A bunch of stuff happens in daylight at the beginning. And that's just it. Uh, There's a lot of moments. And again, the police just don't get involved the whole time. And they're just like, all right, well, let's call Dewey because he still lives here. And then he just hops in and it's like, all right, well, here's the movie now. And uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's just what I'm saying. There's just never an element of like, oh, these are high school kids like living their lives and there happens to also be a killer. It's like, no, the killer, again, is the plot of the movie, which is exactly what I went through with Halloween. That was how I piece together like what makes a good one and what doesn't the movie can't be about the killer it has to be about the people in the movie and I I think it was just a huge swing and a miss you never get to know anybody so there's no real suspense I don't give a fuck about any of these people there's like a badass dude who shows up and he's supposed to be like ooh maybe it's this guy and they're like oh he used to date this one chick and he now he's following her around, and it's like, oh, that's an interesting element, and then he just gets killed, like, right away. He's in the movie for, like, four minutes. And then anybody else that just gets killed, like, at their house alone or whatever, and it's just like, who cares about any of this? You know, and then they're like, oh, but we're having a party, but that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would they? Again, that happens in the original, but like they explain their reason. In the... Anyway, they're just having some party. And that, it, it's like trying to recreate the original, and it's like technically at the same house, but it's like it none of it has the same feel. And it, I don't know, it was all just lazy and very sloppy. And I just wasn't a fan. Straight up. Uh, there was no twist on the killer reveal. They just kept referencing, oh, maybe it's this person, maybe it's that person. And they're like, oh, it's always the love interest, blah, blah, blah. But that's it. Like, I, I, there, there was no gravity to anything. At one point, one of the girl kill, killers, once it's revealed who they are, the chick one, is just like, this time they're, but we have stakes but you're just saying that you have stakes. There literally are no stakes because you nobody knows who you are or what your motive might be or whatever. And it became a it became clever once they reveal their thing where it's like we love fandom and like we're fans of Stab and they ruin the franchise so we're here to fix it in real life. And like that's a clever way to go about it in theory, but the way it was executed just does not hit. And I thought 4, like I said, 4 was just a much more effective version of this. They they barely tried to do anything in this new one. It doesn't go anywhere. And then it just ends. It's like, oh, okay. A lot of people survive, too. Almost nobody dies in this. And I don't know, just the reactions everybody has. It's just not on par with anything and seeing the critical reaction has been very surprising to me because I, I I just don't see it. I do not see what is likable. Now I will say 
A likable element is, uh, let me look up her name real quick. Mikey Madison, who was one of the uh, Manson family people in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She was very good in that. She was very good in this. And I got a lot of stock in Mikey Madison. Just want to put that out there. Um, but this movie basically was of the quality of like a new pilot. Like if they were to do Scream the Series again, maybe not on MTV because that, sh- that show was okay. You know, like for an MTV show, it was good. Let's say they were doing Scream the Series on Showtime. This would have been an excellent pilot intro episode. That's about as good as it was. Uh, it does nothing else. Uh, there was also a chick from The Leftovers in the movie. Shout out. One of the best shows of all time. But other than that, not a fan. So that was my half-assed quick scream recap. I would say do not go see the new movie. I did not like it. I would also say, you know, don't bet all favorites in the NFL. We got the Rams game coming up tonight, so we'll see what happens. But regardless... Don't have faith in the fucking Cowboys. The 49ers were clearly the ones who were going to win. And uh, blew it. Just blew that one. Because either way, they weren't going to get the spread, even if they won the game. (sighs) If you're going to go all favorite, you know, like who goes all favorites? Just a silly rookie mistake. God damn it. They were the most obvious dog to win, too. And everything else went pretty much as planned. I don't know what I was thinking. I never know what I'm thinking. Whatever. I'm very excited that it's the playoffs. That's my little football recap. Uh, Hope you enjoyed the Lazy Scream franchise talk. Maybe I'll get into it a little more. Might have Justice on next week. We can talk a little Earl. Maybe we'll talk a little Scream. Don't quote me on that, though. Might not even happen. (laughs) So... We'll see how it goes. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you next week. We'll probably be full episode. Again, don't quote me on that, though. (laughs) But remember, I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. Calculator.